used to be good friends But that's all come to an end Hello, 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 everybody. We are back. Welcome to another episode of We Were the Best of Friends Until We Weren't. Now, a couple of things before I get into introducing our guest for today. The first thing is I just have to give a million thank yous and levels of gratitude to you all. Um, For those of you just joining us on this episode, I released the first three episodes of this podcast last week, and the response was just absolutely incredible, incredible and beyond expectations. You know, I knew this topic was relatable and it would touch people and all of those things, but never could I have imagined the feedback and the love and support that I received. People, hundreds of plays within a few days, people reaching out to me and saying how much the message meant to them and how it's helping them through a current friendship breakup or to get through one that happened you know, a year ago, not too many years ago, whatever, just so, so much love and support. And I really can't fully express how much that means to me. You all really kind of lit a fire inside of me truly to just take this even further and kind of run with this idea. I obviously see that it's working and making you guys feel positive and happy. So Thank you just so much and just motivating me and it really makes me happy and excited for what's to come with this project. Now, the second thing is a couple of PSAs and clarifications based off the feedback I got from the release. So the first one is guests use fake names for the friends they talk about on here. This podcast isn't about bashing anyone or putting anyone on front street. So we work to keep some aspects anonymous. The second thing is no information is shared on or off the podcast without guest permission. Certain details and names are shared with me. That doesn't go anywhere. I don't share the information with anyone. And guests only share whatever they are comfortable with sharing on the podcast, whether there's sometimes some details that may be too hurtful or touchy or may make it too obvious of who they're talking about. So guests don't want to share them. That is completely fine. There's no pressure to give out any information that the guests are not comfortable with. So I hope this makes some people more comfortable who have thought about sharing a story on here, but maybe were hesitant about not knowing how things worked and how much your business would essentially be put out there. If any of you do want to share a story right now, the easiest way would be to direct message me on Instagram. My name is at GabScott13, one being Gab. Just send me a message. I'm pretty active on there, so I should get back to you pretty quickly. Okay, cool. I know that intro and going over those things kind of took a few minutes, but I feel like those things really needed to be said. So now we'll get into the really fun part and introduce our guest for today. Hi, Kate. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you, Gabby? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Sitting down to tell your story. Yes. So we'll get right into it. So tell me about this ex-best friend you had named Debbie. Yes, Debbie. So we met our freshman year at college. Uh, We both played a sport. She played softball. I played soccer. And um, we were all new to the dorm. So we were just trying to figure out, you know, who was who, make some Mm -hmm. friends with the other athletes and so on and so forth. So my roommates and I kind of went knocking on the doors down the halls and we uh, came across a room full of softball girls. And so we just started hanging out, uh, you know, new into the semester. 
and um, we just kind of, you know, made friends, met, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, we were like friends throughout the first semester. We would say hi to each other in the halls, you know, whenever we saw each other, say hi, super friendly. Uh, we would hang out sometimes if we ever went out to parties or whatever, right. um, you know, super nonchalant, very low key. Uh, but then we definitely got closer the end of the semester because, you know, we lived right down the hall from each other. And it was nice having a friend outside of my sport, you know, just someone different. You know yeah, how it is. Of course, um, of course. So we definitely got closer. Yeah, we got closer at the end of the semester. Um, and, you know, like I said, we were going out together. We would start hanging out on the weekends and like outside of school. And then, we had Christmas break and obviously went home to our separate hometown. She lived in a different state. And um, we talked over Christmas break, you know, the usual, how's it going? Yeah, Merry Christmas. Context. Yeah. Yeah, type of thing. But when we came back for second semester in January, we were like inseparable. We mm. just got super, super close. I don't know what it was. We just yeah, were just like clicks. the best of friends. Yeah, we, to- we totally clicked. That was one friendship that it was like instant you know Mm -hmm. yeah and so we clicked we were literally inseparable hanging out every day you know after school after sports dinner breakfast like the weekend everything that was your person yes that was she was literally my person we texted all day every day like every second we had outside of sports or school we were together right Okay. Yeah, she was totally my person and we just were, you know, super close and it didn't really scare me that we got so close so quick because that's mm-hmm. what happens in college, college you know. Yeah. You meet someone and it's like you've known them for longer. You know, it's just like a college relationship. It's just different. Yeah, and especially your freshman year like you said you're trying to kind of find that person anyways to go through that journey with. You're both athletes, you're both able to relate about things too. So you it's like you said it's just easier to yes, get totally. so close so quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes, we just got each other. So that, you know, that was that and it was just a great friendship and you know, we continued our relationship throughout the entire semester. Like we had so many plans for summer, you know, we were going to visit each other's hometowns. We even uh we even were going to live with each other. Mm-hmm. We like put a down payment down for an apartment for our sophomore year to live with each other like this was a serious serious friendship we were definitely in it for the long run we had future plans and the whole nine yards gotcha and that's what they say too like the closest friendships even sound like relationships which is like that's how close you are you're really having those future plans and totally strong bond Okay, oh, yeah. so then it makes me <laughs> There's sad. There's definitely a butt coming. <laughs> right, that's that's why I'm like, okay, I know you said the story is juicy. I don't really know a lot of these details, so I'm <laughs> looking forward to hearing the story. So now let tell me what went wrong. Oh, gosh, it definitely gets juicy. Okay, so uh, her and I, you know, we were the best of friends, um, you know, all throughout that second semester. Uh, there was a guy that I was dating at the time. His name was Dean. He was um, on the track team. And um, we would we would all hang out together, you know, with other friends, other athletes, so-and-so, you know, the whole nine yards. And so we would go, you know, we would go to parties together, pre-games, like whatever, super low-key, just all friends. And it was about a month into the semester. I kind of noticed um, – on Dean's phone, his background picture was a picture of 
us three that we had taken together, Debbie, mm. myself, and Dean. And I was like, okay, like, you know, it was cute. And it was, you know, just a picture of us mm. three. But I yeah. thought that it was kind of weird because he had changed it. It used to be a picture of him and I. And then he changed it to us three. Oh, three. Yeah. Mm. And I was kind of like, well, that's weird. But I just, you know, I just told myself, whatever, we're all friends. It's, it's cool. totally cool. Yeah. It's normal, whatever. He knows that her and I are, you know, best, best friends. So I didn't really, you know, think much of it. But so that was like, I guess, red flag number one, if you want to call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anywho, so that was that. And um, then, you know, everything continued. Things were as they were. And then probably like a month after that, uh, Dean and I were hanging out and we were just like in our dorm room, just Snapchatting our friends together from his phone. Yeah. And I noticed, uh, and this was when, you know, Snapchat was like a little bit different. This was four years ago, but I noticed that he had like a streak with Debbie. And back then the streaks were popping. That was really a thing. Yes. They were, they were like a, a thing. And so I saw it and I didn't say anything about it, but I was kind of like, well, that's kind of weird. Like, why would he have a streak with, you, you know, my best friend? And mm-hmm. she was like his second best friend on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And again, I tried not to look too far into it because I don't know, that's just not me as a person. And I right. didn't want to like freak myself out. And give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Again, I told myself, okay, you know, she's my best friend. Him and her are obviously friends because like, him and I are dating, you know, kind of thing. He's my so best friend, yeah. Again, mm-hmm. yeah, I gave it the benefit of the doubt. I thought it was a little bit weird, but, you know, whatever. But then it just kind of, you know, didn't sit well with me, and I was trying to be mature about the relationship. So I actually confronted Debbie after, like, two and a half months into the semester, and I was just asking her, like, hey, is there something going on between you and Dean? You can tell me, you know, I'm not like, you're my best friend. I want to know, you know, just be honest. I right here from you. Yeah. Yes. 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 And I wasn't, I wasn't pushing her. I wasn't like, rah, rah, rah. You know, I just wanted the truth. And, uh, you know, she denied it. She said, oh my gosh, you know, I would never do anything to you like that. Blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, yeah. Like, that's all I wanted to know. I was just curious, you know? So that was that. And so we kind of just, you know, continued to move on and, we moved on in our friendship and, mm-hmm. you know, the relationship with Dean, whatever. And, um, you know, again, we were making summer plans to see each other, visit hometowns and blah, blah, blah. And then it was probably in like April-ish. Um, this is kind of a funny, like weird story, but we were all at a party together. And I remember uh, asking Dean if he wanted to like stay the night with each other after mm-hmm. the party and he was like oh no like you know I'm not really feeling well I think I'm just gonna go home and I was like okay yeah totally fine right and then Debbie like disappeared from this party and um, I got back to my dorm room at like you know midnight one in the morning whatever normal. it was mm-hmm. yeah you know normal that was freshman year me that is not me anymore <laughs> but <laughs> I besides, understand besides mm-hmm. the point Uh, part of the story. So I get back and I'm like, Hey girl, like, are you okay? You kind of disappeared. And she was like, Oh yeah. Um, I just need some fresh air. Like I'm walking around campus on the phone with, uh, one of her like hometown best friends. And this is like one 30 in the morning. You shouldn't be walking by yourself. Yeah. So yes. And I was like, uh, 
are you sure you're okay? Like, you know, trying to give her her space if she mm-hmm. really was doing that. And she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. And I was like, okay, well, you know, text me when you get back into your room, just so I know you're safe, even though right. I'll probably be asleep, but you know, mm-hmm. let me know. So that was that. And strangely enough, um, Dean and I had had, I know this is kind of like funny and weird and maybe a little immature, mm-hmm. but uh, we had had each other's notifications on for Twitter. Like okay. if you tweeted something, you got a notification. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. again, kind of weird, but whatever. Um, so anyway, I wake up the next morning and I have a text from Debbie at like 3.30 in the morning saying, hey, I'm back in my dorm, like all good. I'll see you in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I have a notification that Dean was tweeting or retweeted something at like 3.45 in the morning. Mm. And I was like, huh. So you're both up at the weird. same you're, time. Why are you mm-hmm. both up? in the three o'clock morning range so I was super freaked out about that and I was like uh like is this just a coincidence where they t-? like every single thought was running through my head of course. and I just I didn't know what to think and I just kind of like I just kind of shoved it under the carpet because unfortunately that's kind of me as a person mm-hmm. and okay. I just I didn't really want to believe it you know right, of course you never want to believe that no but so I never really, I never really did anything about it. I never really said anything about it. I kind of just kept it to myself and was super bummed about it if that's what it really was. But again, I just kind of moved on. And, um, you know, like I said, her and I still continued our friendship. But it's probably um, like eating this, at you, right? Like you kind of just oh feel gosh. like something like when your stomach is it almost like hurts. Literally when your yes. stomach, you can feel it in your gut that something is yes. off. Oh, totally off. And I, I knew it with him, like the flags were there, but I just continued to let it happen. And even with her, like, I didn't really feel the flags, but you know, I just knew something was off mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she was probably just being super fake to me, but it was so hard to believe that she was Would fake because, yeah. yeah, because then like, you know, spring break came and we're texting every day. Like she's missing me this, missing me that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, April comes and it's my birthday and she completely spoils me, like makes my day so special, you know, does all these things for me. And it's like, oh my gosh, just, there's no way, you know, yeah. no way. So, you know, like I said, we get to April and, you know, she does all those things for me. And, you know, that was kind of like towards the end because then, you know, school ends in May, which is kind of where my story is starting to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of the end is like after my birthday passes, you know, we're towards the end of April, early May finals are kind of starting to roll in. And one of my friends on my team actually like, you know, brought me just the two of us and she kind of told me what was going on. And she was like, I am so sorry, but like, you need to know this because no one's telling you. And she's like, Debbie and Dean have been hooking up for the past two months behind your back. (laughs) And I was literally speechless and shook. I was like, oh my God. And I was like, I, but, but at the same time, I was like, I knew this. Yeah. Yeah. I was so, I didn't even know how to feel. I was just, I think I was just like numb. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know. That's how I, like, I feel. And I'm not even in the situation. Like I'm just, yeah. Yeah. You're like, I was like waiting for it to happen and waiting for it to come out. But I, at the same time, it was like, I didn't want to believe it. I had like a block in mm-hmm. my brain that mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. 
didn't want to believe it. It wasn't true. It wasn't true. And then all of a sudden I'm being told this true information and I'm just like, wow. And for two months. So it was literally, it was not like we did it once. It was a mistake, whatever. It's yep. a whole affair a whole behind a- your back. Yes, literally. And literally. both of them acting in front of your face. Yep. Yep. So, okay. So then you <laughs> confronted her or him oh, or okay. what yes. happened now? Oh, yes. So I, I confronted both of them separately and um I totally blew up on him like my best friend like are you kidding me pick somebody else at least yeah exactly like if you're gonna do it don't like cheat on me with my best friend that's just dumb Mm. um but then you know with her it was like a little different he's a boy like I can you know it's kind of whatever but this is my best friend and I you know I thought about it for so long not so long but a couple days how I should confront her Mm -hmm. and I just like walked into her room and I was like how could you how could you do that to someone that you claim as your best friend and someone you love and someone you care about like We're so I, close literally I was so you know nonchalant and like mature about it mm-hmm. I wasn't like I wasn't crying or anything and I was like I just don't get how you could do that and I told her I was like you I was like we had something so good and you ruined it for what a stupid boy like that you like, probably weren't we, even going to be with within like the next you know, no, year or two. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I was just like, how could you, like, how could you go behind my back? Someone you claim is your best friend, you know, and do something like that. Like I, I was sincerely, I just couldn't I believe like, she yeah, hurt like, me I that bad. Genuinely just want to understand, like, please help me yes. understand where your head was at. And yeah. when did you respond? She was just like, we didn't mean for it to happen. Oh, like, oh, you know, you know, yeah. Yeah, the All, whole sob story, excuse, making herself the victim. Yep, yep. Yes, every excuse in the book. I was like, oh, please do not give me that. I was like, you knew exactly what you were doing for two months. Two months. Like, this was not a one time gig. And it wasn't just a kiss or anything. Like, you, nope. every single time it happened, did it not yep. go through your brain? Like, I'm really like hooking doing up with this my to my best, best friend. friend. Did you not think about me? <laughs> Right, like what, or did you just push it outside of your head? And like after, yes. like, how did you sleep at night? How did you look me in the face? Oh and my it was gosh, just like, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, I'm doing this. Moving forward, yep. like, don't don't celebrate my birthday. Don't do none nope. of that cute stuff. If obviously nope. it didn't mean anything because you're sleeping no. with my boyfriend. No, exactly. Yeah, I could not believe it, but I was just like, ugh, I was so hurt, but I still had this block. I I literally was just in disbelief, honestly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I can kind of assume where you are now, but what <laughs> yeah, happened now? You can. Like, where are you currently with <laughs> so, them? So I actually ended up transferring from okay. that college mm-hmm. um, for different reasons. I just wasn't happy there. That obviously did not help. Right. But um, so I ended up leaving. Um, her and I like blocked each other on social media. I know that sounds a little immature. She actually blocked me. But, um, oh, so you can't so even we were, face it yourself. You got it. No, yeah. exactly. So, uh, that was that him and I, like I deleted him off some social media, but it just kind of like things just like ended with him yeah. and that was that. But, um, with her, yeah. So that was, that happened with her. But then I found out through the grapevine for the next school year, sophomore year, I found out that she totally flunked out and got kicked off her softball team. Hey, we don't wish it well, but what happens, yep. that's above uh, us. Karma. So, karma. Karma. So she ended up going back home to her hometown and doing Lord knows what. But it's kind of funny because 
ironically, about like four months ago, she, I got a follow request on Instagram from her <laughs> and I hadn't seen her name in like four years. And like, I, welcome back. Yeah. Yeah. From the dead. <laughs> right. Cause that's where we put you over there. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I, I couldn't believe it. And I was like, I was like, well, maybe she has something to tell me. I don't know, like DM me saying something. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, well, should I say something to her? I just, I was kind of like, I don't know. I thought it was funny that I saw her name in my, you know, follow Mm request. So I let her follow me and I followed her back. And I was kind of like waiting for something to happen, I guess. Nothing ended up happening, but I mean, we follow each other and like no one has said anything, but she took a turn for the worst that's all I have to say (laughs) right and I'm sure she just kind of took it as a win for herself that you even accepted it and was like well that's enough and I'm enough in the clear yeah for you you're probably like I'm so far past it oh didn't matter water under the bridge like I I have totally moved on from that entire situation and that's why I'm so you know open to sharing Mm -hmm. the story and like you know again four years ago it was an awful awful time and I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. But again, time heals everything. Like it you does. move on, you move forward. And, you know, it like the lessons learned, which, you know, mm-hmm. those are priceless. Yeah, of course. So a couple of questions before you get to your exact lessons learned. So did you ever express what was happening? Like as you're seeing kind of the red flags, you're obviously kind of ignoring them yourself. But at any point were you telling like your mom, your dad, like other friends or was anyone like, that something is happening like you need to do something or keep it to yourself so no one could tell you what you already knew yeah I was like I kept bottled up and that was just that was just who I was you know Mm -hmm. at that time in my life I honestly didn't tell anyone what was going on because I think I was embarrassed you know I think I was like really embarrassed that it was happening you know you can't control how you're feeling I just didn't really want to show anyone that I was kind of drowning, really needed help. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then another thing was I've had some people kind of tell me and I've seen on social media how they have like kind of an idea and a philosophy that they would never want their friends to get too close with their significant other. So now having your experience, do you kind of agree with this or what boundaries do you think should exist in your opinion? Um, I, I actually disagree because I am in a relationship now Mm -hmm. and I like that my friends and my boyfriend are friends. I think it also depends on, it depends on the person you're dating because obviously I was not dating a mature man at the time, Of course, um, who was all for me. That was very obvious, but you know, if you are with the right person, which I definitely am now. And then, you know, it also depends on your friends. Obviously, Debbie was not a good friend. Mm -hmm. But the friends from my hometown are, you know, 11 out of 10 best friends. Yeah. So I have no worries with Mm -hmm. my friends and my boyfriend being friends. I'm glad that they're friends. Like, I, you know, I want them to hang out if they want without me you know and it's not I don't think it's weird like you want to go get a beer together you want to like go whatever whatever, eat yeah Yeah, totally I'm like all for it see and that's kind of my take too because like I especially as an only child I consider my friends as family and so yes I would want like 
my, you know, my boyfriend to be close to my friends and vice versa, because hopefully we're building to, you know, marriage or whatever yes. is next. And then, so at some point we're going to merge our families, which includes our friends oh, and totally. kind of off what you just said. And like, I feel like some people might not like it or be offended by it, mm-hmm. but I think obviously sometimes you never know there are surprises, but if you have this idea and philosophy, like, no, I would never want my friends to go with my boyfriend. It might say more about who you're keeping in your corner as your mm-hmm. friends and who yes. you're picking as your significant other more than just that idea in itself. Like, yeah. or like an inner insecurity. So like, totally. like you said, I know my hometown friends, like, would never. First of all, none of us even have the same taste in guys. So <laughs> yeah, that makes so it easier too. <laughs> but it's like, I just know that would just never even be a thing. So it's like, if you have that concern based on your friends or your significant other, like, that's an issue you need to figure out that's a red flag in exactly itself. exactly so I'm glad that you kind of touched on that too <laughs> yes so now we'll go into let me know what were the lessons you learned from Debbie oh, and Dean's gosh. mess just mess mm. <laughs> well first off uh always trust your gut <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. seriously I keep to I keep telling myself to trust my gut whether it's you know something with that or whether it's a test an exam, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Trust your gut because um, it's probably right. 100%. And then, um, you know, obviously, like I've learned, you know, trust, trust wise, like how to pick my friends, you know, how to pick a boy, I guess you could mm-hmm. say, like just kind of really reading what kind of person they are. Mm-hmm. And honestly, this situation made me, it made me stronger and it made me better because. I've learned from that, you know, I learned what was bad, kind of how to see what those red flags are. And now instead of shoving them under the carpet, or just kind of like being too nonchalant about them, now I can kind of bring them to the surface and actually like analyze them and Mm -hmm. be like, okay, this is not okay. And I'm not okay with this, you know, and I can kind of like stand up and stand up for myself and, you know, not let it happen. Mm -hmm. I love that. I feel like for you, you kind of got obviously a two for one in hurt, but you also got a two for one lesson that now you can bring that into your friend, future friendships and future relationships of things now to watch out for. And obviously letting those, especially your partner that, Hey, I've gone through this. So just so you know, it's not necessarily you have trust issues, but I have experienced this. So now if I pick up things, even if nothing's happening, like I'm going to mention it because I've had this experience. It's not just from me being crazy. It's (laughs) something that I actually went through. Yes. So obviously you said you have your hometown friends, which yep. I can relate to. We've had those friends for probably over a decade now. Oh, so long. And you know, they're going to be down for you, everything. But obviously you're going to keep going through life and different stages. We're going to meet new people. So what mm-hmm. would you say now, like you said, the trust thing that you look for when you're kind of trying to figure out who you can become close with as you just continue to meet new friends? Yeah, that is a good question. Uh, I kind of just, you know, it takes me a little while with new friends and I'm a big, I'm a big person on uh, being comfortable. Mm -hmm. So if I can like feel sincerely and genuinely comfortable Mm -hmm. around someone, you know, that kind of helps me with a friendship, like to help it grow. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, do we, do we mesh? Do we click? You know, do we kind of, you know, not necessarily think the same, but kind of be on the same page, you know, do we have similar interests, you know, do similar hobbies, like, just, I think, I know that people say opposites attract, but I think that a big thing is also being similar, Similar. because, 
you know, you want to do things with friends. And if you're not on the same page, then how is it going to work? You know? Right. Even certain basic ideals and values and morals. Totally. Too. I feel like that's yes. not something that needs to be too much opposite of track. Like we need to be a little yes. bit on the oh, same page. Like you totally. said. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Morals and values are huge. And I think that's why, you know, my hometown friends, I've been friends with them for decades because mm-hmm. we do have similar morals and values. And, you know, there can be differences. That's not a big deal, but right. you definitely have to be on the same page or in the same chapter. <laughs> right. At least I love that. At least yeah. the same chapter. <laughs> I don't want to be in the same book. I don't want to be on your no. on the first page, I'm the last, because yep. that sounds like too much change and too craziness much. going yep. on. Awesome. Well, I <laughs> appreciate your story and I'm really happy. Yes. I could just hear it in your voice that it was obviously a hurtful time, but with the transfer, with everything you learned, that you've just you've come up and Unfortunately, like I said, we don't wish ill will, but if you do Mm-mm. bad things, well, mm, karma's going to find you. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. And we will let that handle itself. Yes, so yes, very we will. Happy, very happy for you. Happy to see your smile and that you're in yes. a he- healthy and happy relationship now and with yes. the people around you. I am. Thank you so much. Of course. Well, thank you again yes. for coming on here. Have a great day and thank you everyone for listening. In the beginning, we were inseparable to become one. Now our season's over, absence is your trophy.